welcome to another episode of Kisses and Conversations. I'm your girl, Ashley Ray, along with... Hi, everybody. I'm April. And your girl, Deprina. And today, we have a special guest. As you all know, the podcast is basically about men's perspective, particularly Black men's perspective on dating and relationships. So whenever we can get an actual male voice, it's always going to be, you know, an amazing episode. So... Today, we have Vashad from Memphis, Tennessee, who has relocated to Columbus, Ohio. Um, he's going to tell us a little bit about, you know, what he's got going on here. So, Vashad, from my understanding, you are yeah. a single parent looking right. for that one. Let's talk about it. You know, I'm in a space in my own life where it's like, I'm actually looking for somebody that I can date seriously and then that last step of being marriage. You know, we all been there where, you know, you just, you know, you just living, you just going through the motions with this person, this uh, this person doing this and that. But I have a daughter and one day I want to have more kids. At what point in time do we decide to quit playing and be serious, not only with somebody else, but be serious with ourselves? I was scrolling my Facebook and I seen this advertisement that just came my way, somebody shared it. And it was Vashad's post, but he put this wanted ad, this personal ad on his Facebook page. I won't read the whole thing because it's very lengthy. He basically explains that he did move to uh, Columbus, Ohio, and he's looking for the one. Vashad, you talk about the kind of dates that you'll have and what you're willing to do to find her. And I screenshotted the post and I put it in the um, group chat because I'm like, yo, I've never seen nothing like this. Was this something you were thinking about for a while or what Like, what possessed you to, to do something like that? I actually saw another brother like post something similar to, to the same effect of that. Just like any idea that's out there, somebody else will take it and run with it, put their own spin on it. And that's what I did. I'm like, okay, I see somebody that didn't clearly didn't care what type of backlash she was gonna get. And he just put it out there on Front Street. So I said, okay, let me put my resume out there. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to play with me no more. And that's just where I'm at right now. Like, I'm doing good. Um, if you read that, read the ad that I put out there, I have two businesses that I'm, I'm working on right now. And they're booming. I thank God for that. I, I put God first in everything I do uh, as best I can. I acknowledge him in all my ways because my mama told me to. But when I saw him put that ad out there, I'm like, okay, let me put it out there and just see what come from it. I, at the time, I only had 1,000 Facebook friends. Now I have 5K. At first... You know, I didn't have a lot of impressions on my business page. Now it's over 30-some thousand. Thank God for that. And I have selected a few people that I decided to get to know. I put it out there because I didn't have no fear. I know sometimes we like to tiptoe about what we put on Facebook. We like to be low-key and stuff. But I'm like, I'm not afraid to say, hey, I do want a wife one day. I want to meet somebody that's worth me taking out, worth the romance that I got in me, worth the effort. Because it doesn't take no 15, 20 days. And it shouldn't take that many for an individual to determine, hey, this woman is worth my time. Or, hey, this guy is worth my time. It really don't take all that. You can, you can know after a first few encounters with somebody if y'all on the same page and headed in the same direction. So you saying, you know, you have to be serious with, your, with yourself, right? So at what point do you feel like because you are a single father that that kind of pushes you to be more serious about a relationship than other people? Because I know people older than you 
that still aren't honest with themselves about what it is they actually want, what they can actually commit to. And also, how did you become a single parent? Like, by me being a father, once upon a time, it did put me in the headspace where, you know, first off, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I'll be honest. You know, I got a beautiful daughter. And just like any other single parent, it's different for different people. Single parent in my, in my, in my, in my world, for me in my situation, is that, you know, my daughter, she's been with me me most of the time. I've been a custodial parent. And I, I shout out to my village. I got help. Shout out to my mother, my sisters, my friends, from every person that's ever bought a pack of diapers or, or hand-me-down clothes or has given me just a positive word. All of those people are my village. So, you know, I'm a single parent in the aspect of, in the, in the custodial sense. But as far as, like, having, not having help, now I got a lot of help. And I thank God for that because some people didn't, don't have anybody. I'm praying for somebody to come along and help me raise this child. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what my head was at. And that's what I prayed for. And um, God sent me that. Uh, but I was not specific in my prayer because I asked God to send me somebody to help me with my daughter. And that's what that's what he did. He sent me somebody to help me with my daughter. But I didn't pray and ask God to send me somebody for me. You know, so that situation ended. And now I'm in Ohio. And I'm by myself, I'm, in, I'm, I'm, I'm succeeding, I'm, I'm self-reflecting, most importantly. And then I'm also dating, I'm attempting to date to my, you know, to my know-how, I'm trying to go out, you know, be respectful, show chivalry, you know, pick up on the bill. I've, I mean, I've driven over six hours to see people before. I've, you know, I've been that big step. It ain't nothing new. When, you know, when a man is interested, he, it ain't no excuses. I'm going to make time, I'm going to go spend time with you. And the people that I've dated know who they are. They know that I put forth the effort. How did you become the custodial parent? When my daughter was born, uh, her mother and I uh, were very excited, very excited. She's the best thing that ever happened to us both. Uh, but her and I both had different upbringings, uh, mm -hmm. just like a lot of people do that uh, bring children into the world. And sometimes your upbringing can hinder you from, in the, in, when it comes to being a parent, sometimes your upbringing can hinder you from being the parent that you ought to be, uh, that you could be. But, and, and, and you know, different strokes for different folks. Like, you know, just like you have some fathers out here that aren't, that don't know how to be a father, it could be a plethora of reasons why they have a hard, hard time with that. Either they're just terrified and, you know, or they just, they, they don't have the funds. Honestly, it's not every brother's out here making 70, 80, 90K a year. You know, not every brother can put their daughter through private school. I understand that. But uh, with my situation, her upbringing uh, caused her a lot of trauma and a lot of pain. And, 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 and it caused her and I to bump heads in the relationship piece. So we ended up, you know, splitting, and that's fine. But in terms of me getting custody of my daughter, it was a situation that her and I agreed upon because I was that breadwinner. And I did have that, that, that village. And... Like I've told her mother before, I thank her for that, because it could have went totally left field. Most mothers would just fight, fight you to the to the death and say, Hey, you know, I don't care if I don't have a place to stay, car to drive, blah, say, blah. I'm I'm gonna keep my baby. But see, she get the one thing I will say about the mother of my child is that her and I agreed on what was best for our daughter in that in that season. And with that being said, I thank her for that. I thank God for that. Shout out to her mother for coming, coming. And, 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 and signing that documentation to give me that legal custodial rights. Uh, just due to the situation, we decided to do what was best for our daughter. 
and that's made me the custodial parent. That's amazing, actually, because like you said, it, it could have went a totally different way. A lot of people, um, you know, knowing that the situation would be better for her with yeah. you being the custodial parent, like you said, would still fight that. But also women get judged for that. Like, oh, you don't have your baby. You know what I mean? When fathers are able to do that at any given time. And yeah. I feel like, you know, parents are equally yoked. I don't think one is more important than the other. They both are important. I love how you are, you know, very gracious in talking about your kid's mother. I think, and that, that's, that's what I was trying to point out in your ad. You know, you explain the situation without downing the other person. I feel like with your ad, you were super specific on what you wanted. And in talking about your daughter, you were completely transparent about your situation, which I think sometimes it might be difficult for men. Um, personally, I, I do sympathize with you because my, my brother... Um, my niece just turned 19 the other day and he raised her since she was two. So I know what it's like. We were his village. Uh, so hats off to you because I know it, it's not easy all the time, but it's great to have a good support system. But I love the way that you were so articulate about describing your situation with your kid's mother and just putting it out there so that people don't wonder. What do you think your daughter would say, um, you know, hypothetically, if you find your wife years from now, what do you think she would say about this ad? Oh, daddy, you crazy as hell. That's probably what she would say. Like, I could imagine my daughter saying something to that effect. But, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely different. But I'm like, why not do it? You know, why not do it? You know, Facebook has a dating portion on it. Why not just put it out there in the universe what you want? Because obviously it's done, it's, doing, it's, it's done some good in my way. What got me to the point where I am now and what I didn't see in those situations was that I didn't get a sense of reciprocity when it came to energy, the energy exchange, the, the exchange of effort. I'm over here doing A, B, C through, through, through Z, and, and, and I'm not getting no type of reciprocity. It's, it's a situation where, and this needs to be talked about, because I know a lot of people that do it. Uh, and I'm just speaking from my experience, but a lot of times it's a situation where I would end up texting somebody, went here for them back, back days, or I would plan a trip or, you know, they wouldn't hit me up until the trip had to come up. I'm like, man, you ain't interested in me. You know, you just want to do, a, you know, all this a luxurious stuff. But when it comes down to the nitty gritty, can I just talk to you? Can I enjoy your time? Do you care about me? Like me for me? Like outside important. of, yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so I kind of want to go back into like focusing back on this Facebook ad. Because you usually, you usually see a lot of people make little random ads like this. Um, and back in the day, they used to make little memes like a girlfriend application and stuff like that. So I understand you got the idea from somebody else. But I want to know, did the ad work? And what are some comments that you actually been getting and that feedback that you've been getting about this ad? All right, so we're going to tell the truth. Yes, we're going to tell the truth. All right, all right, all right, all right so... When I went out, okay, so when I initially made it, I was leaving Tennessee. So I went on the road. I made it, didn't think nothing about it, got on the road. I'm driving nine hours, right? And I, I got two phones. So I'm seeing both of them light up at the same time. So I'm like, what's going on? So I'm, I'm checking it and whatnot. And, you know, 100 shares. I'm like, oh, that ain't nothing. Next thing I know, 200 shares. I'm like, okay, we got some traction. Next thing I know, 400 shares. I'm like, okay, this thing doing some numbers. And the people that messaged me from Tobago. Uh, uh, we talking about France. We talking Australia. We talking uh, all parts of the United States. That shocked me. 
uh, somebody from Brazil hit me up. Somebody from Iran hit me up. And I'm just looking. I, I'm remembering geographic locations because I'm like these people. They gave when I put I, I put my ad out there. They gave me an ad in the DMs like, "Hey, this is who I am. This is what I got going on. You know, I got so many kids. You know, I've been single for this long. Like, that's wow. what the messages were looking out. And and I, and I just want to like I said in the status report. Shout, hey, shout out to the women that that are able to articulate what they have going on because that's a sign of self worth and self value. You know what you bring to the table. It's like a resume. You didn't just say hi. You said, "Hey, this is who I am, and this is what I got to offer." And I appreciate that. That 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 speaks volume. But when I uh, I've been I've set up I set up a system with my friends, and they help me go through my messages because my inbox is full, my request messages are full, and my spam folder it gets updated every hour. It's a new message. Wow. Um, and for somebody asked me, well, how did he go through and find so many people, which I chose 10? How did he choose 10 people to get to know? All right, so just like any other man, you know, we're visual creatures. You know what I'm saying? So in my head, I have an idea, and I've, I've prayed to God in, in secret and in private on how I want my future wife to look, think, act, dress, and be. Like, I got an idea of what she looked like. And it's not your average trophy wife that just looked the part. The woman that I've been praying for is the part. As a matter of fact, she's the piece that's missing that I need in my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's what I'm looking for, my compliment. Um, so first thing I looked at, okay, what does this person physically look like? Does it look like we make sense standing next to each other? Because a lot of people that sit in my DMs, you know, I shout out to them, but they didn't, they didn't make no sense from the visual aspect, like, you know. I'm 5'9", I'm in the army, I'm pretty healthy, I'm pretty fit. I'm like, you know, I need you to in out of when we take pictures, it makes sense because I'm gonna get married one day and you know, people gonna talk about me. You don't want her to be bigger than you. <laughs> uh, I mean, basically, like, you know. Okay, let's, let's shoot the shit, okay? Just shit, call a spade a spade, you know. And I won't even, I won't say, say, like, say bigger than me because I mean, I weigh more than what I look. I weigh like 185 pounds. But that's cool. So I'm like, it ain't necessarily about the way it's just everybody has a preference. And I was looking for my preference. Uh, and then the second thing I looked for was like, okay, what does this woman have going on in her life? Does she have a job? Because I got a job. Does she got a child? Is she motherly? I got a child. I'm looking for somebody that makes sense for what I'm looking for. You know what I'm saying? So where some men would look away from women with children or a child, I was kind of looking for the ones that kind of did have kids. So if you didn't have a child, it wasn't that you weren't beautiful. It was just that you, I feel like you deserve somebody that got a clean slate so y'all can start that journey together. But, you know, I would rather talk to somebody that already has a family. I got down to 10, and uh, I've talked to, talked to them all. It's hard to talk to 10 women at one time. For sure. So it's, it's kind of like the Black Bachelor. Black <laughs> better words that you said. You know, except for the women ain't living in the same house. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you got no flavor love thing going on. <laughs> well, I don't know. Deprena is a producer. We might be able to arrange that and put that on a YouTube series. Listen. Do not play with me. I yeah. had them in some Zoom breakout rooms, okay? Yeah. You got five minutes, time to switch. Like, don't play with me. 
we can do that. Yeah. Yeah. We want to respect your privacy because you're still, um, you know, dating these women and talking right. to them. But could you just share, you know, a little bit of your experience so far? And I mean, do any of them live near you? Have you traveled? Like, what's what's the situation with all of that? All right. So just putting it all out there. So originally, I had chose ten. Now it's down to honestly like three. Um, one lives close to me, like within an hour of me. And I've made posts about her recently. I don't know if anybody's seen it. I've been posting about it on my page. Her name, we're going to call her Roxy. Her and I have been spending a lot of time with each other. And it's, it's honestly been phenomenal. It's been refreshing. And it's been genuine. And I really appreciate it. Uh, every, every moment I got to spend with her because, like, just, just putting out there my first initial thoughts, like, I would have never thought that, I would have met a woman with so much substance uh, prior to making this, this the ad that I made. I, I would have thought that this woman would be focused on somebody that, that looks totally opposite of me, that, that, that come from a different background than me, because that's all I see. I'm used to seeing the women that I, I'm attracted to uh, deal with and, and, and put up with stuff that they ain't got no business putting up with. Or, you know, they, they, they're so used to uh, being by themselves that when it comes time to date, it's like it's like we're clashing instead of coming together. It's like a battle. And I'm just like, I'm not coming here to control. I'm coming here to add because I know what I bring to the table. Like, you know, you can relax every now and again. You don't have to, you know, do it all by yourself. Like, let, let me let me see if I can fit into your world. But it's, it's too much budding heads and stuff. But Roxy is a grown woman. And she I like how she expressed herself. Oh, uh, she's even checked me a couple times on some things, but I'm actually going to see her tonight when I get off talking with y'all. You know, I'm really enjoying seeing what I really could have. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's laying it out there and being being vulnerable, but, but still cautious at the same time. Like, she ain't no fool. What I put out there, she said, that's what I'm looking for, too. And uh, I feel appreciated. So far, Roxy's right. Them. I ain't gonna lie to you. You know, when you mentioned, like, you never imagined you, like, you know, dating a woman like her, that she wouldn't even be interested in you. I, from a woman's perspective, reading that, it's like, it's really refreshing because you don't hear men be so specific about what they want. They're not, men are not always open to, like, saying, like, I'm looking for a wife. I'm looking for a stepmother. You think it's odd, but I don't think it's too odd. I mean, I think a lot of women read your ad and was like, dang, like, even myself, I was like, hmm. But, you know, I'm just like, I think a lot of women can see, like, man, I wish the kind of man that I want, that I'm attracted to, you know, would be more open about what they want as well. So I think that's the reason why she probably liked your ad. Mm -hmm. Probably so. I'm glad. Whatever, hey, whatever she liked about it, I'm glad she did because uh, she's here now. <laughs> you actually being able to date and meet somebody in quarantine is like even a whole nother level. Like people wasn't doing, didn't have that issue or have that problem last year, but you was able to make this ad and still date somebody. Like, did y'all have your mask on when y'all first met? Like, <laughs> hell no. Hell no, we had no mask on. No, we had no mask on. But we, uh, the first date, um, just so people got an idea, because I do feel like my life like a TV show. It's crazy. I'd be like, what the hell was that? But now, our first day, we went to the park. Went to the park. And, you know, we, we strangers. Uh, and we just talked. We talked intimately about who we were and what we had going on. And uh, it was a lot of positive things that happened 
on our first date. Like this rant, this boy came up and was like, y'all look famous. He was really talking about her. He was like, you look famous. Weird, right? So I'm like, okay. And then there was another time we met up with one of her coworkers and it was like a bunch of kids with her, like six, seven kids. And like all the kids ran up to her and hugged her and stuff. And then I'm like, okay. But after we left, she was like, you know, I didn't know none of those kids, right? I'm like, man, that, that man, you got a good spirit. You know, kids that don't know you running up to you. So that's a plus plus. Ever since that day, we just kept in contact. Uh, and then the, the dates have leveled up since then. For, as a, from a man's perspective, had you never did the ad and you seen a woman that had like an ad similar to yours. Like, what are your thoughts about that? Do you think it's received the same way if women do it? Like I mentioned, in, I did an interview with Now This and I told the lady, uh, she asked me a similar question. I said, women are going to catch hell whether they do everything right or, or everything wrong. You're going to catch hell regardless. Since you're going to catch hell, you might as well put it out there. Hey, this is who I am and this is what I want. You gonna talk? You was talking about me before I got here. You talking about me while I'm here? They killed Jesus and he was perfect. Put it out there what you want. I don't think, and I'm talking about all women now. Shout out because I've seen other women in other cultures and backgrounds do the same thing. Shout out to them. But I, I, I really encourage women of color to put out there what it is they want. Uh, when you know your self worth and your self value, because I got a black daughter. All right. When you know who you are, you know what you bring to the table. First off, own it. Own who you are. Know who you are. All right, cool. That's, that's the main thing, because you can't love nobody until you love you. Because You know what I'm saying? If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. I'm being a father right now. But put out there what it is you want, because people will move themselves out the way. That's why I said earlier, it started out with 10, now it's down to three. People have moved themselves out the way. You see what I'm saying? And I'm just peeping game. I put myself out on the front street. I didn't, at that point, hey, let me know if you're interested in what I put out there because I'm tired of doing all this. Oh, I'm going to take, I'm going to go six hours to see you and spend time with you. It don't go nowhere. Oh, I'm going to put this out fly out to see you, spend time, be a gentleman. It, I'm tired of this shit. So let me put myself out there. I've caught a lot of, I've caught 10% bad and I've caught a whole 90% positive. Why would I pay attention to the 10% negative? I don't know half of these people. I don't know none of them. They're complete strangers. And everybody going to have an opinion. But if this ends up being my happily ever after, just make sure you talk about that. 10%, 10%, you talk about that once it ends in happily ever after. You got some else to talk about then. Where that cup come from? <laughs> oh, it's been here the whole time. I ain't even got no more water. It's gone now. But yeah, talk about something. What's next? Let's go. <laughs> well, you you were gonna explain, um, I guess, what the process would be in, in selecting somebody towards the end, and then we'll, you know, ask you about your business. Three dates, and they three different levels is all I need to determine if I fit into their life. Because it ain't all about me. If I can fit into their life, does it make sense? You know, conceptually, spiritually, does it make sense? And do they fit into what I got going on and the purpose this place over my life? Because, see, date number one is real simple. It's an intro. It could be, you could do it any kind of way. But the sole goal of that first date is to feel the vibe of who it is you're dealing with and who you like. I don't have to see you know 10, 20, 100 times to catch your vibe. You catch that in the first initial uh, meetup with somebody. Let's just be clear. Date number two, to my standard, because I'm, I'm the man. I'm going to initiate my own version, my own day. Uh, well, I'm going to be romantic with this woman. I'm going to show her what she's dealing with when it comes to me with romance. 
and I'm, and I'm out. I got some stuff on, from Amazon. I ordered this on on in route right now. Uh, and I'm gonna put on. I'm gonna put on. I'm 27. Gonna be 28, and I'm two years from 30. I have a whole Pinterest board full of stuff that I want to do with my wife. The third tier of the day is gonna be I want to hang around her group of friends so we can see if I fit with her group. You know what I'm saying? Her crowd. And then I want to see if she can fit with my group of friends. You see what I'm saying? The people that care about me the most, that love me the most. Because sometimes the people close to you can see things that you don't see. So I want to introduce her to my circle. And if she can fit into my circle, if she can appreciate the romance that I that I show her, and in that second day, I'm asking her some intimate questions. What are your triggers? What are your past traumas? What are, what's your views on discipline? We got kids, so that's an appropriate question. What are your goals? How are you with money? Are you a saver or a spender? Um, how do you act when you get mad? How do you act in a situation where a family member disrespect me in front of in front of you and you do that? How would you handle that situation? This is an interview. And it's not just for me. It's for her too. And I want to use this quick analogy, all right? Everybody wants a Fortune 500 job that has all of this, this, this 90000 a year pay, these 401k matching benefits, this student loan repayment. They'll take care of your child for you with free daycare, fill up your gas tank for free. We want this job. We want this person that'll give us all of these different benefits, all right? They'll cook for us, clean for us. They'll, you know, massage our back, give us great friendship, be freaky, do this, do that. We want this person to have the total package. That's called a spade to spade. But the problem is we want Fortune 500 uh, benefits when we got a Burger King resume. You can't, you can't come over here and not, and not meet, match what, where I'm at. Because I'm going to give you 110. You can't give me 50. Like, what's your views on gender roles? I'm asking questions like that because it matters. You don't want to move too quick, have these soul ties with women or these men without really knowing how they think and how they move and how they operate. You know what I'm saying? So I'm asking questions that are uncomfortable because we don't ask enough. We go with the flow too much. And sometimes going with the flow, your ass end up in the rapids. And now you're like, oh, hell, I, you forgot your life jacket. You forgot your whistle. You got forgot the SOS. You forgot everything. You just going with the flow. Oh, we feel good. Now you got hell to pay. Like what? You know what I'm saying? Like no. I always say dead fish go with the flow. I'm not a dead fish. Exactly, dead fish go with the flow. We ain't doing that. I like that. But that's how I'm going about the dates. Um, and date number four, you get to meet my mama, mama and them. So I don't play when it comes to mama and them. Like, what's a red flag as far as conversation? If she, if she doesn't ask enough questions or she doesn't ask the right kind of questions for you? For me personally, a red flag to me is this. If she doesn't know how to talk to anybody, that's a red flag. An example could be we're out at a restaurant and the waitress a way to get something wrong. And if she just gets ignorant with them, knowing that they only make $2 an hour, I'm a, I ain't going to I'm a, I'm not gonna say nothing to her, but I'll probably say something to them like, look, I apologize on her behalf, but here go twenty dollars. Because you don't know, it doesn't matter. I don't like no, I don't like stuff like that. If you don't know how to talk to somebody, you ain't gonna know how to talk to me. So I look at I look at stuff like that. If you have children, I look at how you speak to your children. Uh that matters to me because I have a child. So stuff that didn't matter to me once upon a time definitely matters to me now because I, I love and I'm active in my daughter's life.
Uh, a red flag to me is if you dismiss uh, my emotions. If I express something to you that bothers me, I don't care how small it is to you, it's big to me. The same way if a woman expressed to you, hey, I don't like that you liked her picture. In the mind of a man, when and that, that topic come up, it's small as hell. It's nothing, it's not a big deal. But if somebody expresses to you that, hey, this bothers me, it don't matter if it bothers you. Perception is greater than me. Listen to what they got to say. So if a woman disregards what I'm telling her, I let that, I let that shit go. We want to, I, I seen you have, a, you mentioned that you have a couple of businesses, but we just wanted to ask you about that and how can people, um, if they're interested in getting in contact with you about your business, you know, if you want to talk about that a little bit. Oh, I have my own custom neon sign business. It's on Facebook. I think it says custom neon signs by V Creations. And uh, I've been doing it ever since May of this year, since the quarantine happened. And uh, that's been taking off good on Instagram. It's V Creations Neon Signs. And uh, and I have my own account on Etsy too, where I sell like these pre-rolls, like the paper where you can put medical marijuana in if that's what you partake in. Uh, real cute, real pretty, pink, blue, orange. Got It's real pretty stuff. It's for, it's for the women. So that, that can be something that's found on Facebook. Uh, v Creations, custom cones. And uh, that's all I got right now. Next year, I'll be teaching people how to sell on Amazon making anywhere from 15K to 30K a month. But that's definitely next year. I'm gonna, I'm ooh, that's something I'm gonna put out there. I can't wait to put out, but I wanna thank y'all again for like taking the time to like talk to me and like pick my brain. Uh, Cause it, it, it it's not every day that you, you know, see people value what a brother got to say. And, and I really mean that. Like, I really appreciate y'all for letting me come on y'all platform and just express myself. And uh, yeah, I thank y'all. Well, thank you, Kashada. You're amazing. Um, you do have a whole lot to say, so it's very you made it very engaging. Everybody, just remember, next week, finally, finally, we got the couple that met on Bumble is finally going to be on the show. They've been going through so much stuff. They've been going viral, too. Bumble then sent them some stuff, so I finally got them to come on the show for the next episode. You definitely can see the story about Rashad and what I like to call his love ad uh, swarming around Facebook. And again, thank you for coming on. And guys, make sure you check out his business information. We're going to put it, you know, in a little, you know, podcast info so everybody can see it, of course. So we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening to Kisses and Conversations. Bye, guys. Bye.